from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. Good morning, Patriots. I got to be careful about saying that word, though, because MSNBC says that that word is a hate word, which we will get to in a little bit. But either way, let's rewind a minute. Good morning, Patriots. Good morning, everybody who watches live from America. Today is July 21st, year of our Lord, 2021. I am coming to you from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire, and I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell. And again, you are watching live from America, part one. Because you know we do two shows a day, and I got a special show for you today because we have a special guest from OHIO. That's right, we have a special guest who's running for the governor, the governor of Ohio, and that is Joe Blystone. I just had the honor of speaking with him a little bit ago. Great guy, great family man, farmer, loves America, constitutionalist. I mean, you can't go wrong and, uh, in Ohio by voting against Governor DeSwine and putting in a new governor who cares about the people, Joe Blystone. We'll be having him come up around 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time. So make sure you get this video out there, get this show out there, share it far and wide. Let everybody who hates us know on Facebook, it's time for Live from America. Let everybody know who hates us on Twitter, it's time for Live from America. And pretty soon the world We'll be watching live from America because you guys are just such a great audience and you're so inspiring and the show has become so such a, uh, a staple for the conservative community. And it's all because of you guys, your, your inspiration, your ideas, your support, your donations. Everything has built the show to what it is today. You guys have just as much ownership of this show, if not more, than I do because you guys have funded it. This is an entirely viewer-funded show outside, or I guess with the exception of the partnership that I have with Mike Lindell, all patriots working together, all boats rise. And it's been pretty incredible what a group of people can do uh, supporting conservative uh, platforms, conservative outlets, conservative shows, conservative products. Uh, consumer products, and, and, and the list goes on and on. So, again, you guys are just as much to thank for this show as me, but really all glory goes to God. So we are live right now on Roku. We are live on Rumble. We are live on YouTube and, of course, podcastsandjeremyherald.com. And if you have a Roku, I saw a lot of people asking yesterday, how do I find you on Roku? LFA space TV. LFA TV. Just go to your Roku, uh, go to your search section, type in LFA TV, and it'll come up, you download the station, and every time it's live, the live show will be on. Otherwise, it just circulates through past shows. Every day I put the new show up, and um, it just runs through. So, really excited to be here. I want to go to Rumble right now, so we can do some uh, family interaction and see who's watching. We've got Becky. Jeremy, you have worked hard for us and the country. Well, it's been my pleasure, my honor, and my duty to do so. Good morning and love to all the patriots and God-loving people out there. Kate uh, Caterlin says, Labeling patriots and the American flag are the way they want to, to divide us. I 100% agree with you. Carrie Ritzel from Orlando, Florida. I don't think I've ever given uh, Carrie a shout-out before, but shout-out to you, Carrie. And uh, shout-out to the sunshine state of Florida. You guys have one of the best governors down there. Hopefully, Ohio will have that soon as well. Uh, Carla Reynolds says, This show is my absolute favorite with capital letters and a bunch of heart emojis so can't argue with that 
right? Um, Barbara, good morning to you. Jen, Jen Jazz, good morning to you as well. I, I just say Jen J. How about that? Um, Fran from Indiana, Midwest state of Indiana. Uh, let's see. You are so worth it, brother. Jeremy in Christ. Thank you so much. I appreciate that, man. More than you know. Uh, Denise is watching and Sharon Roth. I tell people not to listen to MSM. Listen to Jeremy Harrell. Listen to Jeremy Harrell, she says. Not the mainstream media. That's a that's an honor right there. I, I got to tell you, that's awesome. Casey is watching, and we've got uh, from West Virginia. Did you get the bag? Not sure what that means, but I'll keep reading. Uh, hey, Jeremy and LFA family. Love from Jody in Des Moines, Iowa. That's not too far from where my sister lives in Iowa, and I do have a lot of family who live out there. Of course, I am from Illinois originally. And Jen says, Jeremy, my sister Nancy was tickled by your happy birthday song yesterday and that's what we that's what we aim to do right here on live from america inform people spread the gospel put a smile on their face from ear to ear and then give them ultimately some hope which we'll be talking about in the verse of the day here in just a few minutes let's go over to youtube shall we larry reha the best show looking forward to seeing you every single day larry god bless you and thank you for saying that brother Mwah, I love you. Uh, Margaret Mosley says, good morning. Jay Van Brown says, Hart Blystone. So he must be from OHIO himself. Michelle Atk- Atkinson says, LFA is God's family. Ooh, that's powerful. Brenda Hines says, good morning, fam. Good morning to you, Brenda. I hope you're having a great morning. Hope you got your coffee ready. Hope you got your listening ears ready because we got a great guest for you today. Jeffrey Poole from Michigan. Definitely check out um, uh, Jeff's business, Pools Auto, I believe. Is it Jeff? Just Pools Auto? Pools Automotive? Check him out. Met him in Michigan. Great guy. He's supported the show before. He's donated to the show before. Awesome, awesome guy. Great business. Roxy from California, here in Sacramento, California. Patriot is not hate speech. I'm not catering or taking anything that evil says. God bless you, girl. God bless you. And Brenda Schmidling says, hi, all. And MB says, not enough blindstone signs in Ohio. We're going to have to do something about that. How about that? Maybe we'll run a fundraiser for Mr. Joe Blystone and and raise a a ton of money to get a bunch of signs and get people to plaster them everywhere. I think that's another way to fight back the mainstream media and these rhinos and Democrats in office. What's the Roku channel, somebody said? It is LFA TV. LFA and then a space and then TV. Find it no problem. Uh, Jeremy, you didn't saw what I just commented. I didn't. I'm sorry. They go too fast. <laughs> I apologize. And uh, Richie says, Rand Paul is the MVP. He's throwing curveballs at Ratface Fauci. And yes, we're going to be talking about that a little bit again today. Um, I do want to let you guys know that um, uh, prayers for Julie Sims. Now, Julie Sims has been watching live from America for a long time. She is a family member of ours. She is a brother, a sister in Christ. And Julie uh, messaged me this morning, and she's asking for prayers as she goes into surgery next Wednesday for issues that she's having. But also, her husband, who is a veteran, has been turned away and will not be seen by the VA because he will not get his vaccination. And and again, folks, I, I, I played this video for you that was like, what, seven months old the other day about veterans being turned away. They're still being turned away, and this is validation of that. So I want to ask for prayers for Julie as she gets ready and prepped for surgery next Wednesday. We know God is with her. We know that she's wearing the full armor of God. She's got that breastplate of righteousness on and that, uh, that, 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 helmet of salvation and that sort of truth so let's make sure um that she's in our prayers because 
as we all get together and we pray together. I've seen it work. I've seen it a million times, folks. It works. And when we do it together, it helps people, not only their mental state, but also their physical state, because the healing power of Jesus is like no other. I want to read another thing for you that was sent to me <laughs> yesterday. So this is pretty incredible. So um, I got sent a, a picture, and it's, it's of a young boy. Let me see if I can... Let me see if I can show this to you on camera real quick. It's a young boy who's wearing an America flag hat, and uh, he's all patri- he's got Patriot everything. And on the shirt, he's got uh, somebody wearing a pair of glasses and a beard. See that real? See that right there? Hopefully, you guys can see that on camera. Fine young American right there. It's going to be grow up to be a proud Patriot. Well, let me read you what it says. It says you're going to love this. We went to the beach today, and we were talk and we were walking the long pier. There was a group of teenagers that complimented Cam, which was the young man's name. If you're watching Cam, God bless you, man. You got great parents and you got a good life there. Stay with God and you'll be good. It says there was a group of teenagers that complimented Cam on his outfit. And one of them said, quote, he could be the next Jeremy Harrell. I said, funny you should say that. He loves Jeremy and watches him almost daily. What does that tell me? Well, the first thing it tells me is that we are doing our job by reaching the youth of this, of this country. Uh, young people, for whatever reason, love this show. I don't know what it is. And I, I want to say that it has something to do with Hip Hop Patriot. The entire reason that I left the music business to focus my musical... Uh, experiences and abilities on, on, on conservatism and on getting Trump elected was to reach out to another demographic of people who were being brainwashed about Trump being racist. I wanted to reach out to these people and it was the best way I knew how was use a music that young people identify with. So I know the majority of the audience that watches Live from America are 40 and older. Actually, I think a majority are 50 and older and all of them are like hip hop. But then they heard it and they were like, hey, wait a minute, I like that. Well, not only did it have um, you know, a positive reaction with the 40, 50, and 60-year-old crowd, but it had major positive reaction in the youth. So the fact that a group of teenagers said he could be the next Jeremy Harrell lets me know that A, teenagers and young folk are listening and watching Life from America. To God be the glory on that. B, it says that the show is growing because I'm hearing more and more stories every day about somebody who said something about Live from America. So it's just, it's incredible. And thank you guys for allowing me to be on this journey with you. Thank you for producing a a, a path uh, monetarily for this journey to go on. And then, of course, all glory to God for putting us all on this path together. So it's pretty incredible. It's pretty incredible. And shout out to you, Cam, for not being, um, not being afraid to show that you're a real American. Uh, Mike Lindell is on War Room right now. Oh, dang it. I wanted to hear what his, his massive uh, announcement was. Oh, well. I thought he was going to come on beforehand and uh, talk about it, but it looks like he, he waited until my show to do it. Thanks a lot, Mike. I'm not selling any pillows for you no more. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Go to MyPillow.com, support Mike, and put in the promo code LFA. Um, Also, folks, I wanted to tell you that yesterday I asked for prayers that we would find a new studio that was within the budget that uh, that Live from America budget could afford. Um, And and it needed to be a big enough space, and it needed to be a perfect enough space in order to put an upgraded brand new studio in. The great thing about this is Real America's Voice is going to uh, send a crew up to help, and they're going to help build a a, a phenomenal studio for, for the lowest cost we possibly can uh, so that I have the ability to be able to uh, be TV ready, uh, look TV worthy, 
which I think we are right now, but it's, it's all about bringing in guests and growing the show. So long story short, had a phone call last night and, uh, looked at a spot and the spot actually accepted my offer for a one-year lease. Uh, they, it's lower than they were asking for, but I asked for God. I said, God, please let this work out. I offered them less than they were asking the listing price for, for the lease. They called me last night and they accepted it. So we got a new studio, folks. It'll probably be a good two months before we get it all ready and get the new studio built and then move everything over. But long story short, God answered our prayers, and I'm so, so incredibly happy about that. So thank you for your prayers on that. It worked. And now, folks, let's get right to the Word. Let's turn our attention to God, where all of our attention should always be all the time, every second of every single day. And today's verse of the day is going to touch on hope, joy, and peace. Hope, joy, and peace. What are they? What are hope, joy, and peace? Because I have a lot of people who say they're really trying. They're, they're talking to God. They're confessing their sins in front of God. But they don't feel that anything has changed. They don't feel that the Holy Spirit has entered their body. So hopefully this verse of the day will help you find one of those three things. Because if you find one, you find the rest. Because they're all connected. They're not just feelings that we feel as people. Okay? <clears throat> so check this out. Hope, joy, and peace. What are they? Verse of the day is going to come from Romans 15, 13. And I got this verse of the day through you version. And I just thought it was a great verse. And I always put my, my touch, my thoughts on these verses. So the verse of the day, Romans 15, 13 says, I pray that God, the source of hope, God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. And I wrote this. A lot of people never experience hope, joy, or peace. I was one of those people for the longest time. I would be willing to bet that some that are reading this or hearing this right now have also not experienced these three wonderful gifts from God. Joy and peace are not just happy feelings that you get. They are the way that we are to serve and please Almighty God. They represent the power of the Holy Spirit. Both of these gifts come from an essential thing in Christianity. Hope. Hope is what gives us peace, and hope is what gives us joy. Jesus. Jesus is our hope. When other people, non-believers, see the light of hope, peace, and joy radiating from us, they feel peace themselves. When God tells us to be the light of the world, this is what he is referring to. I once asked my wife before our journey with Jesus if she knew an unhappy Christian growing up. I didn't mean people who say they believe in God. I meant true Christians who follow the teachings of Jesus Christ as part of their everyday lives. She responded that she didn't. She had never seen an unhappy Christian. Neither had I. There was something to be said about that. I was always intrigued by this, but it made me angry to see people at such peace when I wasn't. I was jealous, but I would never admit it. Now I understand. Folks, if we don't let down our walls and let our hope shine through, then joy and peace 
Oh, excuse me. If we can let down our walls and let hope shine through, then joy and peace will follow, and others around us will notice it instantly. Remember, you can never extinguish a room full of light with darkness. It's impossible. However, you can illuminate a pitch black room with the smallest amount of light. So just let, sh just let it shine through, and then you will be ready to fully open the door and illuminate all the darkness in and around you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo! I seen somebody said something about an offer. That's quite an offer. Mike Lindell just announced that he will give anyone that attends his cyber symposium who can debunk the evidence he presents will receive five million dollars. Mike Lindell. See, that's the incredible thing, folks. Mike Lindell is doing exactly what these fake, phony, false state and federal governments are doing when they're trying to do some kind of lottery with the vaccine. He understood that offering people money like this will activate them and put them into activation mode and will prompt them to do something. And what a genius idea. I mean, the guy's a billionaire anyways, so what a genius idea. CNN, MSND, um, MSDNC, Fox, any of you, you want to debunk my proof that I'm about to show at the symposium? Come to the symposium. Watch it, and if you can debunk it, I'll give you $5 million. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo! I, I have a giant Smarty Award somewhere. I should have it on the show right now so that we could give Mike Lindell. What a, what a hero that guy is, huh? Putting his own money where his mouth is, and that is why you need to go buy stuff from Mike Lindell. It's not a sales ploy. It's a, it's a we need to all boats, all boats rise ploy. What a, you know what? I'm going to go there as soon as I'm done, and I'm going to buy something that I don't have from him. I'm going to spend money that I don't have on something that I don't have. I have the slippers. I have the Giza Dream Sheets. I have the pillow top. I have the pillows. Uh, I have the, the heavy blanket. Um, order the towels. I'll be, I guess I'll order something. He's got 110 products. Whatever it is. But put in the promo code LFA. What a great thing, huh? From Mike Lindell. So, folks, anyway, the hope, the joy, and the peace, it all comes from God. And that's what we need to experience. So let's say the Lord's Prayer real quick, folks. I don't like to say it real quick. I shouldn't say that. Let me take that back. Let's say the Lord's Prayer together, as long as it takes. We don't have to say it quickly. We don't have to rush through our love for God just because we heard some, some great news from, a, from, from a, a hero here on earth. Because there's plenty of, uh, there's plenty of uh, room for us to give our, our, uh, our praise to the hero that's in heaven. So, please remove your hats and say it with me so all of heaven can rejoice. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Ooh, such a peace, huh? I am such at peace when I say that. All right, folks, this is your time. Get it out there. Share it out there. Press that rumble button. Press that like button. Click that notification bell because it is time to rumble. It is time to rumble, ladies and gentlemen. The first and foremost section of today, with all of these fully vaccinated people getting COVID everywhere at an alarming rate, and with the possibility of the combination, well, let's just say the combination of the fully vaccinated getting COVID,
And the combination of possibly 50,000 people dying from the vaccine itself, how is it legal or how is it possible for any business, any school, or any state or federal government to make you take the virus? 100 fully... Okay, so before we even go on any further, think about what's going on, folks. It seems like the fully vaccinated are getting COVID at a higher rate than the unvaccinated. But yet the Democrat machine will twist it again, guilty of something, and then point the finger at the non-guilty. This is what they do. So the the crazy thing about this is, is that the people that have gotten the full two doses of their Tony Fauci juice seem to be contracting COVID again or different variations of COVID faster and at a higher rate than unvaccinated people. And we know people who've already got COVID have never gotten it again. There's no reporting on that. Where's that reporting? You know, look at Rand Paul. He had COVID and he's he's a doctor. He says, I'm immune to it. I'm never going to get it again. So I want to see the number of people who already had COVID who got it again, because I'll guarantee you the number of people who've gotten their double vaccination but never got COVID are contracting COVID at a higher rate than those who contracted COVID but never got it again. I guarantee you there's a, there's a, there's a massive discrepancy there, which would go to show you that the science is on our side. But even beyond that, let me read you something. A hundred fully vaccinated crew members aboard the Royal Navy's Queen Elizabeth aircraft carrier have been diagnosed with the Fauci virus. Now, they are completely vaccinated. you got all these Democrats who supposedly have COVID, too, which I don't believe they do, but they were completely vaccinated. AIDS in Nancy Pelosi's office and an AIDS in the White House, they're, cor- they're contracting coronavirus, but they have been fully vaccinated. So you want to continue to force and push and take people's freedoms away who won't take this vaccination, even though they have a higher rate, it seems to me, to contract COVID while being completely vaccinated than those who are unvaccinated. So I will continue to use my God-given immunity. I will continue to use what God gave me to protect myself from viruses like this, especially one that's got almost a 100% chance of living, as opposed to sticking myself with the rat face Fauci virus juice Because it seems to me that that's exactly how you contract COVID, is by having the COVID vaccine. Now, I know that sounds weird. I know that there's no science to back that, but that's my point. That's exactly my point here, folks. Something is screwy. Something is not right. So that was 100 fully vaccinated crew members in in, uh, England. But remember when I reported the other day that 60% of the people that are being hospitalized right now for COVID-19, are completely fully vaccinated? 60%. Doesn't it sound a little bit weird to you? Doesn't it sound a little bit weird to you? Um, I'm monitoring some of the comments here. Wow. You guys, you guys are great. I love, I love the comment threads on the social media platforms. But I'm telling you something here, man. I'm telling you. The amount of people that are getting the COVID vaccine who have been double vaccinated is, is astronomically high. It's astronomically high. So I don't understand why they're pushing. Well, I do understand it, but I don't understand why people are not seeing this and why people are still accepting this. Well, I guess guess I'll be fired. No, 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 folks. We need to continue to, to, to shed light on this fraud. And I want to thank um, Rand Paul, probably one of the highest ranking uh, members in elected office, who's fighting this hardcore. I don't see any other uh, elected official fighting this harder 
than Rand Paul and Kevin McCoward and Mitch McChina and the rest of these rhinos with their tail between their legs. They need to start doing the same thing. They need to start fighting for what's right in this country. Ricky says, Ratface needs his own rat bucket. Who can make one? <laughs> I agree. I agree he needs his own rat bucket. 100%. I agree. Um, so, folks, before we... Um, before we uh, move on for the show, I know we got a guest coming up, Joe Blystone. It's going to be great to have him. Um, but I want to uh, take a quick break, grab some coffee, fill up on your coffee, and we'll be right back. More Live from America. And folks, this is when I do want to go to um, social media real quick. So thankful for Rand Paul. I agree. Um, let's see. <clears throat> stop calling it a virus. I agree. We should 100% stop calling it a virus because that's i mean a vaccination stop calling it a vaccination we shouldn't be because it's not a vaccination would imply that that you can take it and never get sick again not imply that you can take doses of it and constantly continue to get sick i agree 100 percent um lee's design says we've had a friend who got the shot and we used a magnet and it actually stuck to him so you did this personally not something you saw on the internet you did this personally wow wow Linda Conrad says, do not disclose any info to door knockers. I agree, 100%. And uh, Glowgene says, MTG introduced a bill in house to fire Ratface. Well, not only did she introduce a bill to fire him, um, but now she's talking about trying to push to get him indicted. And that is exactly what Rand Paul is doing. So let's get right to that right now. Folks, we're back here on Live from America, and I want to get into this feud between Rand Paul and Tony the Ratface Fauci. It's not just a feud between Rand Paul and Tony Fauci, folks. It's a feud between all of us and Tony the Ratface Fauci. So last night on Sean Hannity, Rand Paul, after his uh, complete smackdown and mic drop on Tony Master Swamp Rat Fauci yesterday, he went on Sean Hannity last night and said that he was now going to be not just uh, pushing to uh, uh, get more information out of this gain-of-function research, but also he is calling for, well, I would say the indictment of Tony the Ratface Fauci. He sent a letter to the DOJ, but I'll let uh, Rand Paul say it in his own words. Here we go. You kicked off your questioning of Dr. Fauci, emphasizing federal law makes lying to Congress a felony punishable by up to five years in prison. Is it your belief, based on the evidence, Senator, that he lied before Congress and broke the law? Yes, and I will be sending a letter to the Department of Justice asking for a criminal referral because he has lied to Congress. We there you go. I will be sending a criminal referral to the Department of Justice because he has lied to Congress. So what we're getting down to here, folks, is Tony the Ratface Fauci's team is in full panic mode right now. They're in full panic mode. As a matter of fact, you could see there was, I saw, I watched other camera views of this back and forth between Rand Paul and Tony Fauci yesterday. And the crazy thing about it was that Tony Fauci was scrambling when... Rand Paul was reading off these facts. Now, Rand Paul's a doctor himself, and when he was reading off these facts about what they found out about the gain of, of research, Rand, uh, Tony Fauci was scrambling with his aides, trying, for the, trying to get some paperwork uh, so that he could find out exactly what 
Rand Paul was referring to. So when he held up that paper and said, the paper that you're referring to, he, he ended up having aides get that, his aides get that for him. So what it's going to come down to is who is right here? And, and, and what I mean is, what is gain-of-function research? Whose definition of it describes it best? Does Rand Paul's definition of it describe gain of, 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 of research um, better? Or does Tony Fauci's? But the funny thing is, is Rand Paul read Tony Fauci's NIH definition of what gain-of-function research is. So I don't understand how, how Rand Paul could be wrong here. And I think the walls are closing in on Fauci, and this is God at work. And, 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 and Joe Blystone, who I'm going to bring up here in a minute, uh, also we had this conversation too, and we said God is at work, and, and we see it every day. God is at work big time at flushing out this evil. And the walls are closing in. Not only is it closing in on their election fraud, but it's also closing in on this entire COVID scam. And we're not going to let it continue. We're not. So we're going to go ahead and give the Smarty Award of the Day to Rand Paul. You get the Smarty Award today on Live from America. Because you deserve it. Because you deserve it because you're fighting hard. And that's what we like in this country. We like people who will fight hard for us. Now, before I uh, get to our guest, Joe Blystone, I want to follow that up with a dum-dum award. And before I actually throw this dum-dum into that swamp donkey dum-dum bucket, I want to play for you a little video here on why I'm giving this person the dum-dum award. They come from, well... First of all, they're on MSDNC. That's number one reason why they get the Dumb Dumb Award. The second reason is because what they said about the word patriot. Here you go. QAnon is the name we do not say. Uh, but the theories and the, the conspiracy theories behind QAnon still exist. Yeah. When we're talking about adherence, for lack of a better phrase, you know, running for office, running for a school board position... I mean, are they including some of these very obvious QAnon-associated points? I mean, do they talk about the deep state when they're running for a position? Or is or do they not talk about any of that stuff? They use some of the euphemisms, and then if they win the position, yeah. then all this stuff comes out. Talk about QAnon. They sure are, Anne-Marie, and you hit on a really important point. Although the brand um, they've decided to abandon, they sure use a lot of the same language, including the deep state. Uh, one word to look out for, a keyword, is patriot. Uh, they also have co-opted uh, a, a number of other brands, uh, including the Thin Blue Line brand, which they have just wrapped around conspiracy theories. Um euphemisms are really the way these groups talked prior to the insurrection. And then when uh, mainstream media like us kind of started following and catching on, they realized that they had to change their language. And so uh, this is, in many ways, if you're accustomed to following politics, you know about how effective uh, dog whistles can be. You're able to speak publicly and it doesn't sound like you're saying anything offensive, but your true believers, your followers can hear that dog whistle. That's exactly what's happening with uh, the QAnon true believers right now. <laughs> you, you, you use the phrase dog whistle and it makes me think of that um, you know, line about what happens when the dog that's chasing the car actually catches it like, what happens when QAnon people who are talking about the deep state actually become part of the institutions that they say are kind of working against them now you're the one that's on the inside um, so I wonder so like, what is the end game here what are they hoping for um, well the end game uh is kind of like the end times. There really is no end game. They keep... Well, folks, there it is. So I, I want to ask you, do you remember in history who else didn't like the coin, uh, the term patriot? Who else didn't like the word patriot? 
well, the last people who deemed patriot a, 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 a bad word to use, or you could get in trouble for calling yourself a patriot, was the British in 17, prior to 1776. They didn't like patriots either. They didn't like the word. They didn't like what we stood for. They didn't really like anything that patriots stood for. So I will proudly call myself a patriot in the face of, well, basically communism, socialism, progressiveness, globalism, globalism, and the rest of everything that, that, that just came out of MSDNC's uh, broadcast. So we're going to go ahead and give the Dum Dum Award to MSDNC. <laughs> All right, folks, I want to play a quick YouTube video for you, and this is um, a, U- a YouTube video that was put up by um, Joe Blystone for Governor of Ohio, and it kind of gives you a little insight on who he is, what he stands for, and then, uh, of course, we'll bring we'll bring Joe on. And uh, I know you guys got some questions for him. I've got some questions for him, but it seems like Ohio loves Joe Blystone. So here we go. I've lived in Ohio my whole life, grew up here, built my life here on this farm. I was raised to not complain. If there was a problem, we'd have to find a solution. I'm not afraid to stand up for what I believe in, so I decided to become part of the solution here in Ohio. Ohioans deserve to have a voice that isn't bound by special interest and political favors. There's no reason why Ohio can't have a balanced budget. We need to protect the sanctity of life, protect the Second Amendment, and allow the people of Ohio to have the freedom to make their own choices for their health. I want to fight for the common people because that's what I am. Join me as we fight for what's right in Ohio. Support Joe Blystone for governor. And I I believe I do. I believe I do support Joe Blystone for governor. And the reason uh, why I, I do, I think, is because of the fact that he is an everyday American. When I watch that video, when I watch that video, I really feel like the person who's talking on the other end is a sincere, constitutionalist, patriotic person who loves this country. I, you can tell somebody who's lying a mile away. We, we all say it. Politicians, they're lying, and you can see them coming from a mile away. And that's why we're starting to put in public servants and not politicians. So I would like to introduce Joe Blystone, from the great state of OHIO, running for governor against Governor DeSwine. Joe, welcome to Live from America. Thank you so very much for joining in today. Hey, thank, thanks for having me, Jeremy. I sure do appreciate it. Oh, it's, it's, it's my pleasure. Now, Joe, um, for those who don't know you, uh, who may not be, you know, up too much on the up and up on, on who's running against their governor, because there's a lot of people who don't know out there, uh, Kind of let people know who you are, where you come from, and what caused you to want to run in politics, especially for governor of Ohio. Well, uh, my goodness, uh, all I can say is I never, uh, I, I, I never thought about uh, reaching uh, into politics. Uh, as we know, uh, the political world is a, a dark, uh, evil, uh, corrupt business, um, and. Uh, 
we stand by, we conservatives stand by day after day and we don't get involved and we just kind of take what comes down the pike. Uh, and here we are today. Here we are last year with all the, uh, the overreach of government, uh, you know, during this pandemic, uh, people telling, uh, telling the, the, the public to, you know, don't go to church, don't go to, don't send your kids to school, don't, don't go celebrate holidays with your families. You know that that's that that kind of uh, that uh, that kind of put me over the edge of of where this country was going, where this state was going, and that's kind of why I uh, I decided to uh, uh, jump into this race. Uh, I, I'm a farmer. I'm a business guy. Uh, we on 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 the scope of agriculture, we just have a blip in the road. Uh, a little 83-acre farm in central Ohio in uh, Canal Winchester. But uh, we utilize our 83-acre farm pretty well. We own a, uh, a packing house, a retail butcher shop, a bakery, a restaurant tap room, and an event center. Uh, on the farm here, we employ about 70 people. Uh, along with, uh, we also, uh, agriculturally-wise, we run a cow-calf operation to feedlot. So you're saying you run a successful private sector business that actually employs people and actually does what you're supposed to do and uh, provide a good service for people and bring in more money than you spend. It, you know, the common, common economics. <laughs> exactly. You know, common sense. And as we know, common sense is not common anymore. Uh, you know, That's right. Uh, we talk about balancing the budget. You know, if I don't balance the budget on the farm, uh, I'm going out of business and there's nobody to, uh, to, to come up the driveway and save me, per se. You know, our, our legislators, uh, the, the, the current uh, governor in this state, you know, he, uh, he wastes our money. Uh, and uh, when he mismanages our money, hence the, uh, the uh, unemployment uh uh, fraudulent claims last year, you know, he wasted over $260 million of uh, Ohioans' money that we will never see again. And uh, do you think we're going to get that back? No. Uh, absolutely not. Um, but uh, he mismanages and he's going to come back to the taxpayers and say, well, we don't have the money to uh, to, to, to pay payroll in, in the big government business, and we need more taxpayer money. You know something, um, Joe, I have been, I've been seeing this question a lot lately for people who are running against an incumbent, and especially somebody who's never really made their name in politics before. Um, and it, back in the, you know, back in the old days, and not actually not that, even before, just right before President Trump, it seemed like whoever had the most money and the biggest name was destined to win. But now that President Trump came, I think he changed all that. And I think people are not only rooting for the underdog, but they're looking for the underdog because they're looking for somebody who calls themselves a public servant and not a politician. So do you think that him being an incumbent, him having all the money, all the lobbyists, all the donors, all the special interests, do you think that you have a chance, a real chance, on beating him Come May of 2022, uh, we absolutely do. Uh, we're going to take this state over. It's not. It's not when uh, uh, we are going to take this state over. Uh, we have a big, uh, 
a big wind in our sail all across this state. Uh, we we kicked off our campaign the middle of February. Uh, from 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 middle of February to now, we have over uh, six thousand volunteers that have signed up to help us uh, in our campaign uh, in all eighty eight counties. So people people have been uh, woke up by President Trump. Uh, and the corrupt political world, and we have it not just in Ohio, but uh, in many states. Um, and uh, I believe that if you uh, are a career politician or if you've ever been a politician, uh, just that fact uh, is already a check mark against you in getting reelected because uh, we we are tired of sending these people, whether it's to Columbus, Ohio or Washington, D.C. Uh, we put our faith in these people. Uh, we don't really pay attention to what they're doing. They go, they do their thing to uh, give give them power, prestige, and, and lots of money, and they forget about us. And uh, many across this state are done with that. We're, we're done with the status quo. Uh, we are going to fight. We're going to do the work to get this done and take back over, over our state uh, and uh, and basically, we need somebody with a backbone in this state, and this needs to go on in every state. That uh, your governor will uh, stand up to the to the corrupt Washington uh, uh, elites and say, you know what? We don't care what you're doing in Washington. We are a free state. We're going to run our state, and you're not bringing your garbage legislation or your corrupt ideology into the state of Ohio. I, I agree. Well, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick quick break, and we're gonna come right back. Since uh, we were talking about President Trump, we're gonna talk come right back and talk about the support behind President Trump's vision for the Republican Party with Joe Blystone right after this. And, of course, we're not actually going anywhere, Joe. We're just doing that for TV purposes, so we're just going to get right back into it. And uh, okay. So thank you very much. You All right. Can. We're live here on Live from America from the Granite State of New Hampshire. we got Joe Blystone running for the governor of Ohio here. And right before we took a quick break, we mentioned President Trump. So, and, and, and Joe and I talked off air real quick about his support for President Trump. And so let me ask you, while I have you here now, Joe, um, are you, I mean, I know you're running for your own reasons, and I know you're, you, the state of Ohio is your, your primary um, objective here, is to, is to make sure that the people of Ohio have what they need. Um, but on a national scale, are you a Make America Great Again candidate? Meaning, are you fully behind President Donald Trump's vision for the new Republican Party and for what he, uh, we are going to represent in the future? Oh, I, I absolutely am. And, uh, but, 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 but saying that, you know, we have a lot of people that's trying to ride the coattails of Donald Trump. There's only one Donald Trump. That's and right. As far as I'm concerned, he is absolutely 150% still our president. Mm. Uh, Amen. Yeah. We, we, we know that the uh, election was stolen and, uh, and all this evidence is going to come to the forefront and we're going to expose it, especially in the state of Ohio. 
um, where uh, we do have a, a halfway decent uh, election system here, but we still have a lot of problems also. So we we need to take... We need to pick up that torch that Donald Trump uh, uh, laid down for a moment, and uh, we need to pick it up, and and we can't wait for Donald Trump. We have to get involved, and that's just not Joe Blystone in the the governor's chair in Ohio. This is every elected position from dog catcher to the president. Amen. Folks, common folks like you and I need to get involved. We need to run for these positions and take the system back over because the system is broken. The Republican Party is broken. It's fractured right down the center. And uh, what I'm hearing across this entire state that if the state uh, central committee, GOP, wants to push their groomed politicians uh many people are going to walk away from the Republican Party and they're going to let it die. Uh, so I hope they're listening. And I've had a I had a conversation with uh, Mr. Uh, Bob Paduchik, who is the, the chair of the GOP. And uh, I, I'm not sure that he was listening to me, but, uh, you know, I, I, I hope so. I pray to God um, that he's listening uh, because we have to be out here fighting for our children and our grandchildren. I agree, and what I like what you said there was when when we talked about Donald Trump that you said um, you're definitely behind his vision. You're you're, you're behind. Uh, you, you agree with all of us that he's still the president of the United States. But what I liked is that you 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 said we can't wait on that. And I, and, and, and I think you and I are right there on the same page. When he said the best is yet to come, I think there was a couple things that he meant by that. Number one people were going to rise up and start taking things back because we've sat on our hands too long. And you and I talked about this. I said, if you don't like the way that this country is being run right now, look in the mirror because we're we're at fault. As much as I hate to say that, we're at fault. And I mean we as the American population who let people just run willy-nilly with budgets, with with regulations, with, with laws, with everything else that they've done over the past five decades, you're 100% right. We need to get involved. I think that's what President Trump knew was going to happen. And I think he knew that he could not drain that swamp himself, which is, I, I think it was a very, very strategic move. But also, the best is yet to come, is I think more Americans have turned towards God in the last two years than any time that I've been alive. And I'm not just saying that because I'm on my own journey with Jesus right now, uh, but I'm seeing it. My eyes have, have seen it. My ears have heard it. And I have seen more people openly profess their love for God in the last two years than I've ever seen. So you're a man of faith. How important is it that we pray, that we worship, that we stay, stay on our knees for God and not for any man, but we follow a leader of a party? How important is that to you? Well, uh, Jeremy, uh, I, I tell you what, uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm saved by the grace of God, and uh, he, he is the ultimate, uh, uh, he's the priority here. I, I'm, I'm just the servant. Uh, he, he put a big old weight on my back to uh, go down this path, and, uh, I, and, 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 and at the end of the day, it's our choice. Uh, we decide what we do every day, and we can decide whether we want to go down the God's path or, or go the opposite way. Uh, and I'm a sinner. You know?
all all face of God in every single government or or media or or at any level. Um, and I'm just not I'm not going to be one of those people. I'm not I'm not going to turn my back. Uh, I've had the, I, I've had people come and say, Joe, uh, you know, you can't you can't bring God into the political world <laughs> if you're running for uh, if you're running in politics. And I said, well, I said, if that's the case, I said, uh, maybe I just won't be uh, successful. But. I Right. If it's that, if that's a, if it's that governor's chair, then that's where I'll be. If 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 he had something else planned here, uh, maybe he just wants me to be a big noisy cuss in politics, and 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 I can be that too. So uh, what wherever I end up, I, I know that's where that's where he wants me. Um, but I'm going down the path that he leads me. Well, you know, it's all it's it's by God's will and it's by God's time. And something that we say here on this show, Joe, every single day is you can't beat God. So if you got God on your side, you win no matter what. Um, so I want to move on with some more questions here because I know there's people in Ohio who really want to know some answers to some things. Um, let's move to COVID-19. Um, my first question is, and, and Ohioans want to know the answer to this, will you commit... Within reason, obviously, to if you won if you won uh, won the governor seat in Ohio, will you commit to not locking down the state as we've seen over the last year and a half um, over this or any future pandemic scare? Well, I, I think many Ohioans know uh, the answer to that with Joe Bellystone if they've been paying attention because I was very very vocal about this last year. Um, Dewine. Uh, when this pandemic came down the pike, DeWine scooped up the uh, Constitution and threw it out the back window. Uh, the Constitution is not designed that way. It is the law of the land, and we need to follow it, period. The government, uh, the government's job here is to put the information out there uh, at, at whatever pandemic or whatever comes down the pike, just give us true, factual, scientific information and let us decide what we're going to do and how we're going to handle it within our families. This isn't the first pandemic that uh, we've had. It's not going to be the last pandemic. And uh, my gosh, what happened last year was uh, truly right out, right out of the Adolf Hitler playbook of, uh, of power, uh, corrupt power. Um, and uh, I just wasn't having it. Uh, when, when they came out and they said, Joe, you need, to, uh, you need to make every staff member put a mask on. You need to make everybody social distance coming into your building. You need to uh, ha make sure that your uh, clientele is also uh, masked. I, decide, I, I said, no, I'm not going to do that. And I put a big sign on the front of my building and said that if you do not want to engage with unmasked staff, please just don't enter my building. Uh, call the phone number. We're more than happy to curbside service you. Um, but we're not going to step on the rights of uh, staff or clientele for monetary gain. Um, you know, I don't I'm an entrepreneur, so... 
being an entrepreneur, you, you're not afraid to lose what you have. You're willing take, to take risk. I will always stand up for what's right. And whether, whether I lose everything I have here, whether I lose my house, my farm, whatever, because it's just stuff. And I'm a worker. Uh, I can make a living just about anywhere in this country, no problem. So I don't, I don't worry about losing stuff. And 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 if God, if that was, if if at the end of the day I lose my stuff, obviously that's the path that uh, that uh, or the plan that God had. Um, and you just have to be willing to accept that. Yeah, you accept the good, but you also accept the hardships. That's right. That's right, um, and 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 that's just that's that's who I am and how I'm made. Well, that's called peaks and valleys, and we got to all we all we all got to go through them. It's what makes us human, and, and iron sharpens iron. Um, so a lot of people are very very happy with your answers, and they're saying I will vote for him here in Ohio. Um, next question: As will you make sure that the state is with as much as you can within your power that the state gets away from using fraudulent voting machines? And goes back to somewhat of a paper ballot system or a more reliable system because people are sick of Dominion. They do not want it. They don't want these fraudulent voting machines. They don't trust them. And they want to know how you will handle that as the governor of Ohio. Well, uh, I have a personal story about that because when I started my campaign about three or four weeks in, uh, I was called out on social media saying that... uh, uh, Joe, you didn't uh, you didn't support Donald Trump in November, and you didn't vote in November. So uh, I actually had to uh, contact my uh, Secretary of State here in Ohio um, because the uh, the voter file. I ended up pulling up my voter file because I was just going to scan it and put the information out there that I did vote. Uh, but guess what? Uh, the voter file here in Franklin County uh, showed that uh, my my, my uh, vote did not count. It was not uh, documented. My wife's was not, and uh, also my son uh, was not documented as voting. So uh, we got the information. Uh, they scanned the poll book that we signed and sent that to us. Our signatures were in there, and uh, I... I received a phone call from the local director from the Franklin County Board of Election, and he said that, uh, you know, when they were transcribing the the signature from the poll book over to the voter file, they must have missed my page. Oh, yeah, they must have. (laughs) Yeah, they must have. So, (laughs) so, uh, you know, I, I, and I told him, I said, you know, Hey, it, it, it could happen, maybe. But whether whether if that was truly the truly uh, what happened or not, I just wanted to be a, a verification uh, that my vote counted. Yeah. And, you know, up until this day, nobody's able to tell me uh, or give me proof that my vote counted. All they keep saying is when you put your votes into that machine, it's by secret ballot and there's no voter confirmation of ID that goes with that vote. So they can't pull anything out of that machine or that data that shows my vote counted. That's a problem. Yeah. And that's a that's a huge problem. 
Yes, yes. So absolutely, I, I, I've been fighting this since then, and the Secretary of State does not like me at all. Um, and I, uh, I am promising that he will not be reelected. Um, and every speech I give around this state, I tell them what's going on. And we absolutely do have to fix our, uh, our, our election system. Uh, a good friend of mine, Dr. Frank, models numbers, and he's part of the team, Mike Lindell, uh, General Flynn, and uh, President Trump. Uh, he's part of the forensic audit team that's going around the U.S. and nice. doing uh, audits uh, in some of these locations uh, showing all the voter fraud. So on the face, it, uh, we, we are being told that President Trump or, yeah, President Trump has won uh, Ohio by eight points. But when Dr. Frank went in and actually modeled the numbers in all 88 counties, he has proven that President Trump won Ohio by over 15 points. Yes. And we had a Zoom call one day, and uh, and he, he just wanted to show me his graphs and his data. And, and I just asked him, I said, what am I looking at, Dr. Frank? And up past elections, when you model numbers, there's nice, smooth graphs. And then we got to November. And when we got to November, there's peaks and valleys. And what he was showing me in every single 88 counties that at points during the election, voter participation went above county population <laughs> in every county. Oh, wow. Wow. So in, in the state of Ohio, um, who has the power to uh, other than the people because the people are supposed to have the power right who has the right. alternate where does the buck stop with voting machines or no voting machines is it the secretary of state's office or is that the governor's call how does that work in ohio no i believe it's on a county uh the county election and the county commissioners uh i believe uh, that's kind of where that comes from because some some are using different uh different voting uh whether it's machines or or uh, electronic pull books, or or uh, just manual uh, signature books. You know that's 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 uh, that's decided on county by county and not necessarily uh, statewide. But the Secretary of State, who is now Frank LaRose, um, who uh, we're going to fire here in this state. He, he's he's the ultimate. Uh, he's the ultimate. Uh, making sure. Our uh, election is fair and secure, and currently he's in campaign mode, and he's saying that this was November was the most participated election, most secure election, and the machines are not hooked up to the internet, which is a big bold-faced lie. Yes. Well, uh, we, we've proven that. We've proven in Arizona and in Georgia that they were hooked up to the Internet. If you remember when, when, uh, when the hearings were going on, <clears throat> right after, you know, going, leading up to January, Javon Hutton Pulitzer was down in Georgia, and his team hacked a machine actively while he was there giving his yeah. statement. So I'm like, uh, hello, does anybody not remember that? Anyway. Right. All right, Joe. And, and, oh, go ahead. Also, the, the Secretary of State will spout that they have cybersecurity. Now, 
why why do you need cybersecurity if you're saying that your machines are not hooked up to the internet? Um, it just they contradict themselves. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's why they're 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 hiring criminal defense attorneys right now as well. Um, all right, Joe, we got one more question for you, and that is this: I know that you're a farmer, so I know that your attention will always be on the greater good of farmers in the state of Ohio. My big concern, and a lot of people's concern, is the way our veterans are treated, not only nationally, but in each and every single solitary state that they go home to, and some don't even have a home to go when they get back to their state that they uh, came from. Um, I know I'm probably asking a rhetorical question here, but what is your focus on the veterans of Ohio, and how do you plan, or what is your plan to, to help the ones that are living on the street, or to help the ones that the VA keeps turning away if they're non-vaccinated? Do you have a plan to help the veterans in the state of Ohio? Well, absolutely. We, uh, my gosh, the, these, these people put us, uh, put, put their, their safety, their, uh, their, their lives, their families uh, on, on the line to uh, stand up for us, whether, whether it's here working or abroad or uh, on on the battlefront, uh, and and we and and it's our job to make sure these folks uh, uh, are treated with one respect and uh, given the appropriate uh, tools to live a happy, healthy life. You know, uh, yes, we do have a problem in this state with uh, homeless vets, and we also have a big problem in this state with. Uh, uh, mental issues with uh, a lot of vets that come back from war, war-torn countries. I see some of the biggest issues is some of these vets uh, out in rural areas where they need uh, services provided by the VA, and since they are in rural America, they don't have those uh, particular uh, services. So we're going to have to we're going to have to work to put together a a structure that you know if we don't have services out in these areas or we can't uh, contract with uh, service providers we 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 either need to do that or we need to make sure that they have the appropriate transportation into an area where they can get help that they need. But uh, that being said, uh, you know my my father. Uh, Back in the '60s, he uh, he was a uh, he was a, in the army. So I appreciate uh, not only my farmer or my father, but uh, but uh, all veterans, and uh, they can't be forgotten because they worked for us. It's time for us to work for them when they get back here. And I was going to leave it with that question, but a lot of people are asking the same question, so I got to ask it: Will you commit to? Uh, as a governor, if you win, to not making vaccines mandatory in your state. Absolutely, I'm pounding that drum right now. This is this is nonsense. Them uh, trying to mandate vaccines uh, or vaccine passports. Uh, uh, I, I'm not sure if you're aware, but down in this area, there's a big uh, hosp- hospital. Uh, uh, business. Uh, it's the parent company is Trinity. The uh, hospitals are Mount Carmel, and they came out about a week ago and said that uh, the, all their staff would absolutely have to be uh, uh, vac- 
vaccine, and if not, uh, that they would lose their jobs. We are going to have a big problem because many of these doctors and these nurses are reaching out to me and they're prepared to walk off their jobs. So not only are we going to have uh, the, the pro that problem, but shortage in uh, uh, administrative uh, duties uh, within these uh, hospitals is going to be uh, in short supply because these people, you know, they're, they're, they're not going to get this vaccine. This this uh, experimental vaccine that has not been passed by the FDA. Um, and uh, there's a big push, and I'm not sure what the push is, but obviously you see our governor spending millions of dollars, uh, vaccine lottery, trying to, uh, trying to get people to uh, take the jab. And I think at, right now we're probably about four, only 48% of Ohioans have have received the jab and I believe the rest you're not going to talk into it. No. So No, people have made people have made their decisions. So Absolutely. All right, Joe, well, uh, I have up on the screen uh, your website which is blystoneforgovernor.com and I urge anybody who lives in Ohio or even who doesn't live in Ohio because I believe you can accept donations to your campaign outside of the state, uh, like we do, like we can here in New Hampshire. Is there any other uh, place where you'd like to direct people to? Maybe some social media that you use outside of your website itself for anything? Absolutely. You know, you can get all on, on pretty much all the major uh, uh, platforms, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Rumble, Parlor, Telegram. Uh, we uh, we're we're on all those platforms. Uh, uh, follow our page. Uh, that's that's a big part of getting the name recognition out there is uh, uh, liking the page, uh, sharing every post, uh, make sure that you're talking about Joe Blystone in your circles, whether it's uh, whether it's at the gas station, the school, the church, the hair salon, wherever. That's how this grassroots campaign is going to grow. And that's how we are going to take back this great state of Ohio. Well, Joe, thank you, and I want to tell you that I don't think I've ever had anybody on with as nice of a beard as it, that you have, and everybody loves your beard, so make sure you continue to keep rocking that beard. Don't shave that off. Uh, that might be your signature look uh, <laughs> moving forward. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't much look like a politician, do I? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing. That's a good thing, sir. All right, well, I want to thank you very much uh, for coming on Live from America. We will keep up uh, in contact. We'll have you on again. And like I said, when you get ready to uh, to get into your primary, you know, let me know. We'll, we'll make sure that uh, Real America's Voice and the Save America Freedom Tour bus and all that comes with that comes out there to support you. And I'd love to be part of your rally, speak, and uh, get people fired up for you. Awesome. Well, thank you. God bless you. And uh, thank you, everybody. Let's keep fighting www.blystoneforgovernor.com. Joe Blystone, thank you, sir, for coming on. God bless you, and we'll talk to you again soon. All right, folks. There we go. Joe Blystone for Governor of Ohio. What a great, great, great interview that was. And, uh, you know, I wanted him to answer. I wanted him to answer the questions that Ohioans have been asking me to ask him, and those were the questions. Those were a majority of the questions that I got to ask him 
were the ones that I did ask him. So I think he's a great, great man. Yes, he has, as somebody said, does he have a wife? Yes, he's married. <laughs> so don't, so don't go thinking you're going to take him. Uh, he is married. He's got three kids, three boys. Founded his uh, farm in 2004 and um, is from, was born and raised in Ohio. Actually, he was born in East Liverpool, Ohio, and now lives near Columbus. So, um, Thank you guys very much for watching Live from America today. I know it was a little bit of a, when we have guests, it's, it's, it makes for a little bit of a different kind of a show, uh, but I think it's good. I think it's good that we highlight people that are that are like Joe, that are out there fighting for the people, and any and, and, and we're also going to bring on a, a, a candidate running for governor in Georgia, too, that's running against uh, Vernon Jones and Brian Kemp, and we're going to bring her on soon as well, because I think highlighting all your options is the most important thing to do, and just because somebody has a big name doesn't mean they're the right name or the right person for the job in each and every state. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Please share this video out today. And remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. There's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. God bless you. Have a great